Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer, and welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Tuesday, April 19th, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, Title 42 is becoming a bigger headache for the Biden administration and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. Number two, big names in national security are signing on to a letter opposed to a big tech antitrust overhaul. And number three, the latest in the tally. All right, let's get to it. We are leading Punchbowl News AM this morning with a look at the White House and its growing problem on immigration and the fact that it's only going to get worse in the coming weeks. Yesterday, Senator Gary Peters of Michigan, of course, he's the chair of the Democratic Senatorial Campaign Committee, so the committee that is the political arm for Senate Democrats. He became the latest Democrat to break with the Biden administration on its decision to end the use of Title 42 to deny asylum claims at the U.S.-Mexico border next month. So Peters is definitely not alone. He is joining a growing list of Senate Democrats. We're up to at least nine now who have publicly expressed opposition to the administration's decision to stop using the authority, at least until a more concrete plan to deal with an expected migrant surge happens at the border. So this is a pretty big deal, right? Because this is something that basically stopped the COVID relief uh, bill that was moving forward, the threats of putting uh, an amendment of uh, around Title 42 and, and trying to get a vote on it, um, really stop that COVID relief bill before the recess. So it's interesting also because it's not just Senate Democrats in office. You also have candidates as well latching on to this issue. Our friends Burgess Everett and Holly Otterbein at Politico reported that several high-profile Democratic Senate candidates, including John Fetterman in Pennsylvania and Mandela Barnes in Wisconsin, have called for the White House to rethink its decision as well. The pandemic-era policy was put in place, if you remember, originally by the Trump administration in March 2020. Under the Title 42 process, Customs and Border Protection is expelling migrants without asylum screening. The Biden administration plans to rescind the order May 23rd. More than 1.8 million migrants have been expelled under Title 42 since March 2020. Several moderate Democrats and those seeking re-election this year are deeply concerned about rescinding this order because they feel like it could lead to a surge in migrants crossing the border, dominating the news and handing Republicans a cudgel in the critical months before the midterm elections. This group of Democrats include Senators Mark Warner of Arizona, Raphael Warnock of Georgia, Catherine Cortez Masto of Nevada, and Maggie Hassan of New Hampshire, all of whom are going to face voters in November. Of course, we already knew that Senators Kirsten Sinema, Joe Manchin, and John Tester, uh, who don't have to face voters until 2024, already joined with Republicans, led by Senator James Lankford of Oklahoma, to call for a delay in ending the pandemic-era policy. Kelly and Hassan, who separately visited the border last week, also are co-sponsors of that bill. And then there are the senators such as Peters and Senator Chris Coons, the Democrat from Delaware, who's probably the closest Biden ally in the Senate, who have delicately criticized the administration's decision. 
Now, there are a number of top Senate Democrats, including Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, Majority Whip Dick Durbin, Foreign Relations Committee Chair Robert Menendez, and Senators Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders, that have all demanded the Biden administration stop the use of Title 42 authority. Pro-immigration groups also strongly back the decision. Here's something that becomes even more tricky. So this issue, as I mentioned at the top, of ending the use of Title 42 authority helped derail that passage of a $10 billion COVID prep bill before the Senate adjourned. So Schumer and Romney announced they had a deal on this legislation only to see Democrats postpone action over fears that a Title 42-related amendment could pass. The political developments over the last two weeks haven't done anything to dampen uh, down that possibility. In fact, it's probably worse for Democrats. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the morning. National security. Former national security officials are raising an alarm over tech antitrust bills. A group of prominent former national security officials are raising concerns that big tech antitrust legislation in front of Congress could pose a threat to U.S. national security. In a letter, we obtained former officials from the intelligence, defense, and homeland security communities warned that legislation aimed at reining in big tech companies may leave the platforms unprepared to protect against disinformation and cybersecurity risks. Notably, the effort isn't being backed by any specific tech organization or coalition, although several of these former officials have financial ties to big tech companies. So they write legislation from both the House and Senate requiring non-discriminatory access for all quote-unquote business users on U.S. digital platforms would provide an open door for foreign adversaries to gain access to the software and hardware of American technology companies. The officials continue unfettered access to software and hardware could result in major cyber threats, misinformation, access to the data of U.S. persons, and intellectual property theft. All right, let's look at who some of the letter's signatories are because there are some big names on this list. They include James Clapper, former National Intel Director, Jay Johnson, former Homeland Security Secretary, Leon Panetta, former Defense Secretary and former CIA Director, Admiral Michael Rogers, former commander, U.S. Cyber Command and former National Security Agency director, Francis Townsend, former assistant to President George W. Bush for counterterrorism and homeland security, former Representative Jane Harmon, the Democrat from California, one-time ranking member of the House Intel Committee, and Michael Morrell, former CIA acting director and deputy director. So, as I noted, some of these ex-officials have ties to big tech companies uh, who definitely oppose, uh, that are opposed to various parts of these antitrust bills under consideration by lawmakers. In January, the, the state of play is the Senate Judiciary Committee voted on a bipartisan basis to advance S-2992, a major piece of antitrust legislation that we've talked about on this podcast before that was sponsored by Senator Amy Klobuchar, the Democrat from Minnesota, and Chuck Grassley, the Republican from Iowa. The House Judiciary Committee passed similar legislation last year. The bill's intent is to prevent a tech platform from preferencing its own services and technology over that of their competitors. But the ex-officials maintain that while the proposal is well-intentioned, the legislation didn't undergo a comprehensive national security review. They cite the Russian invasion of Ukraine and social media battle being waged globally over that conflict as a reason for additional review of the legislation. 
However, such a review may end up killing the legislation, of course. The former officials argue the legislation would prohibit U.S. tech companies from running their own software to keep out misinformation. They also assert it would force search engines, such as Google, to treat all information equally, possibly allowing Russia and China propaganda to flourish. Concerns over national security were raised during the markup process of the bills. As a result, the bill was amended to include language permitting tech companies to take certain actions to protect the security of their platforms. But the view of the letter's authors is that absent a clear definition of what these security measures are, the tweak is meaningless. This is going to be something to watch, certainly uh, in the coming days and weeks, but definitely when the House becomes is likely to be run by Republicans after the election. Uh, and they have already said that they want to take a big whack and had, uh, big tech, look into at investigations, try to kind of uncover platform inconsistencies, among other things. So um, certainly an interesting twist to see national security being a headline that um, some of these former officials are willing to kind of put their name behind uh, and give uh, big tech possibly an allies uh, publicly that they might not have had otherwise. All right, let's move to the number three story of the morning, the latest in the tally. Well, that was quick. J.D. Vance has an quote-unquote, I'm endorsed by Trump, add up in Dayton, Cleveland, Akron, and Lima, Ohio markets. Uh, Also, remember Representative Henry Cuellar, the Democrat from Texas? He's in a runoff for his seat next month against Jessica Cisneros. Cuellar is a moderate Democrat, while Cisneros has actually captured the imagination of Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and the aligned left. This ad is a great example of what Cisneros thinks is going to win this race. Bipartisanship, border security, middle class tax cuts, and healthcare. And with that, we'll leave it there. Thank you so much for listening this morning. We really appreciate it. Leave us a rating and review. It's the best way for folks to find out about the Daily Punch. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.